0: This episode of Atomic Geekdom is brought to you by PennantChase.com, the home of free baseball simulation leagues. Sign up today and join a variety of leagues featuring every player from the history of Major League Baseball. Thanks, and enjoy the show. to the Atomic Kingdom podcast. I am David, the bastard son of some dude and uh, man of the wall. Watch something. And joining me tonight is the Queen Regent Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the crazy one? Sure, you can be. well, Making you Cersei would also make you incestuous, so let's not do that.
1: I don't know. She's pretty awesome.
0: She is awesome, and she was also Sarah Connor, so she's also Uh, extremely awesome in that realm. Hey, I'll take it.
1: I'll go crazy.
0: And she survived the purge. At least the the first one. Uh, I don't know what happens to her after that. But anyway, uh, (laughs) as you might be able to guess, today we're talking about Game of Thrones since the season premiere is just a few days away, April 12th. And I don't know about you guys, but we're psyched. We can't wait. Uh this this is a show I wish I could wait and binge watch, but I can't wait week to week. I have to watch it right when it's on. It's one of those uh, it's destination television.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's a treat. It's like candy. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, it okay. We'll we'll jump into it right actually no, let's start here. This is episode fifty-two of the Atomic Kingdom Podcast. If you're keeping track with how many weeks in a year there are, there's fifty-two. So that should tell you, we are at our one-year anniversary of this podcast. Woohoo! Uh Now, Jenny hasn't been with us for a full year, but that's okay. She's felt like it, or it's felt like she's been here all year. She joined us in July uh, to help with, with Comic-Con coverage, and then I think, was it pretty much in August or September that you came on board? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, and it's been awesome ever since. Uh, we needed a good female voice, and we got one that says, you know, cool a lot and And awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Somebody
1: needs to like smack me every time I say awesome. I'd be bruised,
0: but she's worked very hard for the website as well. Doing the cool coverage of conventions and Paley fest and uh, hopefully much more in the future from, from what I've been told via email today uh, that we can bring to you guys soon. Also, she does some of the graphics for the the podcast as well. And I know I've seen the evidence. She does it during work so uh busted <laughs> right. but I every story i post is usually while i'm at work because that's when the news breaks what are you gonna do i know right uh this this podcast for me has been podcast and the website we'll just call it all one year from today uh has been a blast i this is all stuff i love talking about comic books science fiction horror movies uh even wrestling lately tom's got us talking about wrestling and we'll throw in some sports now and again. Sports. There's a sports episode, guys, coming in about four weeks. <laughs> uh, uh, three weeks. Three weeks. One, two. Yeah, three weeks from today. There's a sports Gene episode. Felix. It's not going to do much. <laughs> um, that's my prediction. Anyway. Uh, yeah, because uh, as we record this, we're away from opening day. But when this comes out, opening day will have already happened. Actually, it'll have been yesterday for my brewers. And I can't wait. Uh but yes this podcast one year old and we've had awesome guests Chad Rook Courtney Clark uh recently we've had Andy Weir and we've got two more uh in the uh, uh I don't know what you want to call it in in in, in the pocket I guess that we're going to get taken care of real soon
1: hold your hold your breath cuz it's going to be awesome
0: one of them I'm dying to bring to, you know, to tell you guys that we're doing, uh but I don't want to do it until it's all done and recorded because <laughs> it's been it's been tough to tie these people down. They're very busy, very busy people. Uh But, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And I want to say thanks to Jenny, of course, for all the work she's done. And hopefully she's had fun, too. Oh, I come back every week. <laughs> right. Right. It's like a drug. Uh It is. Uh, thanks to Jason as well. He does you know he's a full every all of us have full-time jobs or full-time students and he's got a family and all kinds of other stuff that he does for his church. So thanks to Jason every time he gets to to jump on board. Uh, thanks to Tom, he's a busy guy too family full-time job. so we're real, real happy to have his Southern Draw on the show.
1: Southern Draw and his great Twitter feedback.
0: right. all his Twitter responses he's he's just so active on social media. Uh, J.D., who brings the youth to the show for sure. The kid, the kid doesn't know any of my references, and that's that's okay. That just makes me feel even older with all the gray hair that I have. Uh, uh, Kyle uh, was has been on board since the beginning, even though we haven't seen or heard from him in a while. But that's because he's a busy man, getting ready to get married and working crazy hours. So he'll be back soon, perhaps even later. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Right, right. If he, he if he can get away from being the the king's hand, he can he can join us. There's another Game of Thrones reference for you folks. Uh, on
1: fire, man.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm gonna say thanks to Trisha, my friend Trisha, who did all our main graphics, like our logo and you know our social media st- logos and stuff like that. She designed all of that for us for free. There's aw- a
1: way to do a standing ovation. We should totally like clap our hands.
0: <laughs> we'll we'll have her, <laughs> we'll have her on for sure. She's a big uh, music and horror geek. Horror, not whore, horror. Horror. Uh, she <laughs> loves scary movies. Uh, so we'll get her on soon, uh, and then you guys can all give your round of applause. Uh, also, we should thank you guys, the the listeners, uh, for for coming on this ride with us, and hopefully. We, We'll get more of you, but we, you know, we do this to hear back from you, have conversations and throw, throw, throw ideas around and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I should say thanks to Mike Schmidt for our awesome theme songs at Mike Schmidt (laughs) 09. So there we go. There's my, my one year anniversary speech. And hopefully we'll, you know, be doing this for a while and for, you know, with huge guests and, Awesome events, awesome giveaways, give you guys all kinds of cool stuff. But today is all about Game of Thrones and the wacky tales of Westeros. Uh, uh, oh. se- season five is about to start up, and uh, it'll say it in the show notes, but I'm going to say it now. If you have not watched seasons one through four or read the books, spoiler alert: we don't. I don't know anything that happens beyond what's been on TV. I don't know about you, Jenny.
1: Um. Enough to be dangerous, but I haven't actually read the last book, so.
0: Okay, we we won't dig into stuff that hasn't been on television. We'll just, we'll throw that out there. But if you have not seen seasons one through four, you're not going to want to listen to this episode until you do. Uh, so that's that's why I did all that intro stuff first. Because, you know, you get to listen to me talk for a little bit and come back to this episode after you're caught up to season through season four. Um, season 5, again, starts on April 12th, so we haven't seen any of it yet, other than the two trailers that have been released, which were amazing. And this cool poster of of Tyrion standing on a boat, I think. Yeah, a boat with a dragon in, in the fog, and it's pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for the, the grown-up dragons.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, there's only one on the loose, right? Because she locked up the two of them.
1: Yeah, there's the, the one on the loose is the bad boy of the group. Right, so. the,
0: the black one, who I think is named Drago. Ooh,
1: so, quite fitting. Better name,
0: yeah. <laughs> right. So that one's on the loose, and it looks like hopefully it could be causing some chaos uh, on at King's Landing, or wherever Tyrion is. He's not at King's Landing. He, of course, is escaping King's Landing because he just killed his former girlfriend uh, and his father. As he was freed from prison by his brother, Jamie. And then before he left, he handled his business.
1: Literally. there, There's a lot of puns that can go in there.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if his... <laughs> I, I can't say if his intention was to kill... Uh, what's her name? His, his girlfriend or the, 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 the whore. But...
1: Yeah, the love of his life
0: that totally
1: right. threw him under the bus. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I I have I. What's your two cents? Because I think he totally
0: did. Yeah, because she, had, of course, attacked first, but I think she knew it was coming. Right. So yeah, she had to have. I mean, he tried to save her at the beginning of that season. Told her to get out because her father, his father, was going to kill her. Uh, but she stayed, and then yeah, totally, totally betrayed him. Uh, last season, we also got to see the very cool uh, viper stuff.
1: He was my favorite character of last season. And even though I knew what was going to happen, when it happened, I still was so angry. Was like,
0: really? <laughs> he was my favorite really? character to get his eyes gouged out.
1: Oh, that scene was so gnarly. Ugh. The greatest – many people will probably side with me on it, though. If you've read the books, the best part about watching the show is watching with somebody that hasn't read the books And I'm, it sucks for anybody because like, I, I have no poker face or anything like that. So when I know something's going to come up, when I know the red wedding's going to happen or when I know I just sit there and I keep turning my head and looking over at them going, what's they're going to do? And like, (laughs) they know something's going to happen then. And they're just looking at me like going, great. Something big is going to happen, isn't it? And I'm like, no, no. Why do you say that?
0: It wasn't cool, man. It was, it was, I can still hear the dude screaming.
1: Oh, so gnarly!
0: Oh, he he gouges out his eyes, and then crushes his head, right?
1: Oh, yeah, not the way anybody would like to go. Let's just say that.
0: Yeah, and he's got that whole uh, Princess Bride vibe of you killed my father. Uh, yeah,
1: I, there are so many times that I'm like Montoyo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, I'm sure there were. There, I think there were a ton of memes. My favorite meme though is that guy that played him, uh, played Ober- Prince Oberon, was also on an episode of Buffy. Uh, where he was like a freshman who was all shy and lost at UC Sunnydale on the first day, and he gets turned into a vampire. Uh, those those memes were funnier.
1: <laughs> did you did you see all the controversy though about like after that episode aired, people went through back through his Instagram account, and they actually had the spoiler like four months it, beforehand because it was him mm-hmm. and um, Cersei in a photo together, and she's gouging out his eyes.
0: That's cool. Uh, yeah, I
1: totally posted it and nobody caught it until after the fact, and then everybody just like they told us this four months ago or however. Yeah. Long. Uh,
0: yes. Also, okay. I, uh, let's 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 sidetrack for a second. And talk about spoilers. These books have been out forever, so it's like, yeah, people know what happened, and these these are the books your friends are reading, and you're like, why is it, they're outside? They should be outside playing. No, they're reading these awesome books. Uh, at least that's my 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 story. I was. I think-
1: I think the books, too, are a staple of you have to be a dedicated reader to get through because there are five oh, million man. characters in these books. And by the time you get a quarter of the way through, you're like, who is this guy again? Because there are five million characters in those books.
0: Let me just say I had a goal and I put it on Twitter so that everybody could hold me accountable. Uh, and I failed. Uh, my, goal, <laughs> my goal is to read all f- four or five books before the season premiered, I am still halfway through the second book. And I remember had a... The
1: books are like 1,500 pages long, right?
0: Well, my, my 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 iBook app makes them like 800, but...
1: Yeah, I, I remember I, I got the audiobook for the first one, and I get in my car, I'm driving to work, and it is the most torturous audiobook in the history of audiobooks. It's the guy reads like Wait, this. Wait, hold on,
0: hold on. But you can get fine <laughs> quality audiobooks from where, Jenny? Audible. You mean audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom? Yes.
1: And if you sign up, you even get, like, one free download. It's you
0: pretty get, awesome. You get 30 days free and one free download to listen to a really bad person say the words that are in George R.R. R. Martin's <laughs> books to you?
1: you can i would maybe suggest going with like the martian if you're gonna go with your first audiobook but if you want totally dive in this is what it will sound like and ned stark walked down the hall
0: (laughs) it's got you got kind of a morgan freeman type thing going on here
1: it is oh wait when when he does a woman when he does a woman he goes and she climbs (laughs) these stairs every single word is drawn out i think the audiobook might be two years long
0: that's terrifying
1: it's so bad but yeah i i got it and i i only got about two hours into it and i couldn't do it so i went and bought the book but the moment i bought the book i'm like this is a weight. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. so thick. It, once you get in though, you fly through them because they're, they pick up so, mom, so much momentum and the way that, especially the first ones written where every chapter is kind of a different
0: person's. That's all of them. You know, yeah.
1: It's, it's so, it's so good.
0: It's actually inspired me for the writing I'm doing. I'm doing that same kind of format where every chapter is just a, a character or two characters together. So, it's kind of got me doing that way. I like that way of telling stories. I, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I do.
1: I'm, I'm hit or miss, though, because I, 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 I love the Ned Stark parts of the first book.
0: Sure, because that's like the mystery.
1: Yeah, but every time it would bounce to, like, the Lannisters or somebody else, I just wanted to get back to <laughs> Ned Stark.
0: <laughs> See, so I got I got bored I dragged with,
1: in some, some chapters.
0: Sure, I got bored with the Stark children. I was always with Ned Stark, Jon Snow, uh, and Tyrion. Those are the three I wanted to read. Well, that's still
1: kind of the the that's, thing. That's, I mean, well, yeah. minus Ned Stark, but Jon Snow is probably still this one of the strongest characters. Except, I do think, unlike the books, I think the show's doing a better story with um, what's her name, Arya.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's got a good storyline going, and now hopefully, so sort does of Sansa.
1: Yeah, yeah, she looks like she's picking up picking up speed on it. Yeah, but the, the what's her name is it Macy Will Macy Williams. Who plays Arya Stark?
0: Macy Maze, something
1: like that, yeah. Mazze, so, yeah, she she is phenomenal. Like, I absolutely love watching her act.
0: Yeah, you see you see these child actors on this show, and you hope they don't grow up like, you know, like our child actors <laughs> of the past. like <laughs> the Corey Haymes. Right. Hopefully these, you know, the, these are British folks, so maybe they're... And I'm
1: sorry to put down Corey Hayme, all you people. Sorry. Right.
0: <laughs> all you guys that are at the, the Goonies convention... And at Lost Boys conventions. Um, yeah, Sophie Turner also, Sansa Stark, just got cast as the young Jean Grey for the next X-Men movie. So it's cool to see all these people getting work after, like Natalie Dormer, who plays Marjorie, was cast in the cast or casted. Uh, in, casted. <laughs> in, in the uh, the last two Hunger Games movies. So. And yeah, she's
1: she's awesome too in this show. Like
0: she she's the cool. one
1: that I can't wait to see how things develop. Like yeah. I can't, I kind of know what's going to develop, but I
0: I love. Oh, and just- I felt I fell in love with her the instant she came on the screen. Like she's she's beautiful, and yeah, she's very cool. I like I like her story, and then also Amelia Clark who plays Daenerys, of course, is in the new Terminator movie as Sarah Connor. And she plays opposite Cersei Lannister, played by Lena Headey, who is also in Terminator as Sarah Cotter. So there's two Sarah Cotters in Game of Thrones. I don't know if you guys know that.
1: That's like a crazy multiple universe connection there.
0: But then also there's two X-Men characters in Peter Dinklage and now Sophie Turner.
1: Just as long as like superheroes don't play two superheroes, I'm okay. I think that's awesome. They need to all link up.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, Gwendolyn Christie, who plays Brienne of Tarth, is going to be in Star Wars Episode 7.
1: Hallelujah. She is amazing. She's <laughs> yeah. another one of those that, like, any scene she's on, I just sit there and I'm mesmerized. I'm like, she's so good. Now and is... I love the whole dynamic that they set up between her and Jamie on the show.
0: Yeah. We're it's a, it's so... like he, she's in love with them, clearly. Yeah.
1: But it's so awkward because she's, yeah obviously in love with them, but she is who she is. But because of her, Jamie's actually becoming likable.
0: <laughs> right.
1: You know, where if you go back to season one, you hated him. He was he was like comedy. He was he wasn't even he was a jerk, but he was like when you watch those really bad high school dramas, he was kind of the jerk jock that picks on the nerds. Sure. And now he's kind of like a likable dude. Yeah. Not, oh my gosh. They need to totally do a Game of Thrones, but they need to redo
0: it like a high school show. The spinoff. There you go. The spinoff, that's, that's yeah. That's the CW version of the show. I think it's called Rain. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. There's a there's a burn.
1: S- snap.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm kind of upset. I just watched Arrow tonight, and it was very CW-ish with its, oh, somebody says I love you, but she didn't say I love you back because she's in love with this other character. I'm like, this is a comic book show. Come on. You
1: gotta have that, though. I mean, that's what made Buffy so good. Is you always had to figure out is Uh, is there love between her and Angel, or is she gonna go bone Spike?
0: I'm still hoping she ends up with Xander eventually. I
1: kind of hope she ends up with. I was always uh, Xander was adorable, but and then Willow starts like boning a freaking werewolf.
0: Well, listen to this. Listen, who does that? We have to talk. We have to do a Buffy episode because there's the comic books. uh eventually willow becomes a lesbian um in the show
1: that's kind of that's kind of like a given though
0: yeah but then uh there's a, there's a few issues of the comic books where buffy is bisexual
1: sexy <laughs>
0: yeah she yeah she starts having a relationship with a female slayer another female slayer uh not faith to my my high school dreams i know uh, every the, every buffy
1: fan right now their jaw kind of hit the ground going
0: go check it out yeah <laughs> <laughs> Go back and look at Twitter when Sarah Michelle Geller found out too.
1: <laughs> it's about to say too though that every time I see Cersei uh Lannister I just think of she was naked in 300.
0: <laughs> right and she won't be naked uh this season. There's actually she's got stand-ins.
1: She's got stand-ins?
0: Yeah. I don't think that's cool. Oh, whatever.
1: I'm all about it. Hey, if you got boobs, show your boobs. <laughs> I'm not shy.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, if, if this was a geek out, that would be the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you got but it, boobs. it is, it is going to be the next t-shirt that we make.
1: <laughs> I'd wear it with pride. Oh, uh, But it's true. Going back, though, to like awesome actors, now that we've talked about boobs and lesbian um yeah. pair-ups. Peter Dinklage. Like, that was the whole reason why I started watching it, was it was Sean Bean and Peter Dinklage and I love Peter Dinklage. He's so good <laughs> and I think like everybody's freaking out they're like they can't kill Tyrion. I'm like you're right. They can't kill Tyrion. Show would go to hell. <laughs>
0: uh yeah, he's he's your your lead. He's the 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 first guy in the credits, whatever, you know. He's he's the dude. I mean, I I you know, the dare if Daryl dies, we riot t-shirts from Walking Dead. If if Jon Snow dies, I riot and I have a feeling it's coming. I'm I'm so sad.
1: Yeah, the Starks don't have a good track record.
0: But that's what makes me think that Jon Snow could survive because he's a bastard.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe. You know what though? It's like it's funny is when you look. This is gonna me step on my feminist soapbox, but (laughs) when you watch this show, the men be damned. It's all the women. The women are the strongest characters, and it's gonna be a chick sitting on that throne. I don't know who's actually gonna sit on the throne because I haven't finished the books, but. Every contest contender for the throne that's a woman is the strongest of the group. Well, let's like just, Tyrion would be a great one, yeah. but next to Tyrion, there's no man that could stand up to any of the women in line. There's,
0: Even Cersei, like right, Cersei is evil, straight up. Like, oh, she is devilish. Yeah, Cersei. Daenerys is a strong leader, clearly. Uh, Marjorie, there's something to her that you can't quite trust. She she knows what she's doing, uh, but then you have the very evil. It's Melisandre, right? She's the like the the redheaded lady?
1: Oh gosh, yeah. The I've got a smoke monster coming out of mine with JJ.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that
1: one. <laughs> sorry, uh, maybe we should label this PG thirteen,
0: leaning towards R. <laughs> right, this will be our only R rated episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh,
1: sorry, all you children listening.
0: I don't know why children are listening to the Game of Thrones episode, but. <laughs> Parents, if you're letting your kids watch Game of Thrones, I guess more power to you. Wouldn't be my first pick, but...
1: Oh, here's a, here's a tie-in back to what we were talking about. When we went and saw 300, there was seriously like a seven-year-old girl sitting in front of us. And when that sex scene happened, Patrick just leans forward and he's like, Can I just cover her eyes? <laughs> <laughs> so it happens.
0: Well, if I, I remember correctly, the night of the Dark Knight uh, shooting... There were children in that theater. It was a midnight showing of *The Dark Night*, and there are children in the theater.
1: There was a five-year-old running down the aisle when I saw *Dawn of the Dead*. That's madness. And it was eleven-thirty at night. Was when the, we went and saw that. Yeah, had, so it never, it never fails. They, I bet you there is a seven-year-old out there that can tell you everything that Tyrion Lannister and Jon Snow did last season.
0: Sure. Grant, I mean, listen. Myself, Jason, we watched shows and movies we were not supposed to watch, but. We also had a good upbringing to know uh, we shouldn't go uh, do any of these evil things that we were seeing in, you know, Friday the Thirteenth or whatever. We knew what was fake and what was was real. But also, we were we were exposed to some crazy stuff when we were kids. And there's a lot of people out there that are like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, heck! When I was in elementary school, we'd have sleepovers and watch Sleepaway Camp.
0: Oh, that'll mess you up.
1: It would totally <laughs> mess you up. Plus, talk about sexual overtones. That'd probably be why I don't yeah. mind seeing
0: boobs. But. Sure. Well, who who minds seeing boobs? I mean, right? really? Come I on. I mean, they used to paint them on like Sistine Chapel. And stuff. Right. It's called art. Exactly. All right. We, <laughs> We're are, we are all over the place today. <laughs> That's okay. Okay,
1: here's a question, though, going back to last season, because I literally cannot remember. Um, did Theon Greyjoy die, or is he still alive and kicking? I know he was like. No, he's, he's alive. The weird slave of what's his name, but.
0: Uh, yeah, it's... he's he's got the nickname of Reek.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Um, Let me see. I just was reading about him. Uh, ch- ch- Yeah, Alfie Allen, who plays the in Greyjoy slash Reek. We'll be back in season five.
1: That storyline, out of all the storylines, which is really messed up because there's a lot of really messed up (laughs) storylines. Him as the crazy, no more man junk slave guy is so creepy and so, like, I feel uncomfortable watching it. And that's hard to say with this type of storyline, but it is uncomfortable to watch. It's so messed up.
0: Yeah, it's uh, – see, I've got to be careful when I look at some of these websites for information because <laughs> I don't want to get spoiled from the books. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's kind of like the slave or the of Ramsey, Ramsey Bolton, who is also a bastard. Right. Uh, he's got – he's a Snow, as it were. I guess in this world, you call a bastard Snow. Their last names are Snow. Yes.
1: Yeah. Cool. I think that's an old – wasn't that an old Vikings type thing? Like any – Sure. Why not? I think so. I, I could be wrong.
0: Oh, yeah. I wanted to say, Natalie Dormer could be Captain Marvel for, for you Marvel fans. Also, so can the chick from Vikings. It should happen.
1: I want the chick from Vikings because she is... Look up badass in the dictionary, and it's just a her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those, pretty awesome. They should play Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, in the Captain Marvel movie. Uh, anyway, okay. Anyway.
1: Last season, though, your favorite, I can stand behind this character, and... Your favorite? I would stick this stick a knife in this guy.
0: Well, John, who would those be? John Snow had a big year. He had a you know they had the big battle at the wall, and he kind and of he
1: lost his woman.
0: Yeah, 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 and they were just about to hook up again. That was sad. It seemed like I liked that character too. Yeah, she was cool. Uh, so I would say, yeah, I, I, I'd be, I'd be friends with Jon Snow, and I would also, yes, I would be on the wall for sure. <laughs> in this world <laughs> so uh whew. boy um you want to say tywin lannister but you don't have to anymore because he's gone he's gone he's out hmm come on there's got to be
1: someone that you're just like
0: i am not a fan cringe. The, the baratheons uh i wouldn't stannis well no stannis is just you know mind wiped by Melisandre, so i'm gonna say Melisandre.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um, I asked you, and now I haven't really thought about my answer. I'm
0: thinking. gonna
1: go with Aria. Start, would be my.
0: <laughs> uh, that's a good one.
1: My my number one because her a needle. Oh, she's freaking awesome. Um, but I think my I would easily put a knife through would be um, Littlefinger.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: He is. He's another one of those that like every time I think I haven't figured out, he does something that I'm like. Hmm. But he's so creepy because you know he's because you knew he was in love with Mama Stark. Right. But now it's like he's directing that romantic tension
0: to, to Sansa. Sansa. Yeah. Which, ew. That's weird. Yeah. It's
1: totally weird. Well, he, he, and, he redirect- He's only doing it because he knows that she has the potential to be powerful and right. he wants to ride that. that oh, it'll. He, well, yeah.
0: Because he redirected his love to Caitlin's sister who then he threw out of the whatever hole. Right. Uh, <laughs>
1: the never ending hole of doom.
0: Right. Which is, that's genius. That's a genius, uh, palace or whatever you want to call that. <laughs> you can't, you, how do you, how do you invade that? It's just, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, Aiden Gillen, Gillen, uh, plays little finger. He was on the wire. And when I saw him, cause I watched the wire after I started game of Thrones, and he's amazing. I think it's season three, season two or three of The Wire he's in, and he's awesome.
1: This show has so many great actors, though. And you know what's the saddest one, though, is – um, oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jack Gleason, is that his name, who played Joffrey?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: He was genius as that role. Like, but – to a fault, because I think we've talked about this before. There's been articles where he's not acting anymore because people literally think he's, Joffrey. he's the evil Joffrey. Yeah, and it's just like I can't, it it's so disturbing. But he he nailed that role. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's probably like the nicest guy too. But I would I'd probably have that same thing. Like if I saw him, the first thing that would come to my mind is just evil.
0: But that's. That- That just shows you how great of a job he did as an actor. Like exactly, he went from being the kid in Batman Begins that was on the balcony that saw Batman for the first time, and to the most hated character in the world.
1: It's funny though. Like right after, what'd you say it was season or episode two of last season where they had the purple wedding? Yep, (laughs) yep. The day after it, just you know, the water cooler talk was spectacular because every person across the world was going. Yes, they yeah. killed him. It's like yeah, yeah, they they killed him, all right.
0: Yeah, yeah, poor 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 kid. Yeah, it was uh, it's Jack Gleason, and yeah, twenty two years old, and he says he's permanently retired from acting.
1: Joffrey even killed him.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, he's got some good memories and good friendships and stuff from that show, uh, and hopefully, people will let him be a real person.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, and he's talented too, so he'll. He'll
0: on his feet. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about season five a little bit of what we know is coming uh, as far as from trailers and casting news and stuff like that. Uh, we know it's adapted from the fourth and fifth novels, A Feast for Crows and A Dance with Dragons. Uh, again, this is all adapted, if you didn't know, from George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series. So we're going to be digging into the fourth and fifth novels, which I think season four. Um. Let's take a look. Season Four was the same thing, both books. uh, so there's a lot in those two books to cover. Uh Now, this is the dangerous part, as he is not George R. R. Martin has not finished the sixth book, which is called "The Winds of Winter," yet, and there's no release date, and so the show has now caught up to the books.
1: I think he said too, though, that the show will pass the books, right?
0: Yeah, and they've thought it out. Like and we've talked about it before. He's with, <clears throat> he's talked to the two showrunners, um, David Benioff and DB Weiss, and he told them where he's going and how the story ends and stuff. So, if, in case something happens to him, they know where to go. Do
1: you think? Do you think
0: book and show will have an endgame? Like there will be somebody in
1: in the throne?
0: I think so. Or. Or do you so. think
1: it will just be a continual, everyone's going to continue to fight?
0: Well, you look at the the history and the books dig way deeper into the history as far as the you know, because there's only so much narrative you can fit into one episode of the show. So you get a little more narrative as to the history of this world. And this has happened before. There's been a battle for the the, the, the throne before, but not as large as it is right now, where there's so many people that have. The Mad King, right? Right, right. Uh, the, yeah. The, uh, so, yeah. I think I think there's a there's an end game, but it also may leave it to your interpretation as to what happens next. I don't know. I, who do you who do you think is going to be the? I really, I really, they really want you to think Daenerys is going to do it. Do you think that's legit, or do yeah, you have right, hesitations? Right now, she's got the strongest army. Of free, I, freed slaves.
1: I agree with the army portion, but I have a feeling the rogue dragon's going to completely destroy her.
0: And we don't know what happens, or what has happened to, what's his name, her, the dude that was, she thinks was betraying her.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, um, uh,
0: was
1: it Jorah? Jorah. Jorah? Jorah, yeah,
0: Jorah, who was, he's he was like, he was supposed to be for the King's Landing, but he got like banished or something. Uh, his story confuses me a little bit, but he got, yeah,
1: wasn't he, he was kind of a, it was something to do with her father or something like that. Right. Like he yeah. betrayed her family, but it right. didn't come out until later. I could be totally wrong, but <laughs> that's another really good actor too, though. Who plays him? I uh, like that
0: character a lot. Jorah was, uh, let's see. Uh, ch- ch- I want to say it's like, um. Jorah, okay, he was sentenced to death, but instead he fled into exile, was abandoned by his wife and Essos. He eventually joins a Dothraki khalasar led by Drago in exchange for a pardon. Jorah agrees to spy on Daenerys and serves as her principal advisor before his exposure by Barristan Selmy. Uh, and then, yeah. That's, I think uh, he was her strongest, though, ally. I just, I just spoiled the next season for me. Damn it. <laughs> but it's so awesome. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> like, Hello.
1: Let's just say, I, I let's so. just I say,
0: think- let's just say Jorah is going to do something to try to get back in the good graces of Daenerys. Nice. Which I love the Jorah character. Um, I do too. Yeah, he's, he's very cool.
1: So I don't know, though. I think, I think she's so powerful that... I don't think it's long-lasting. Let me ask I, you. I want to ask. I think that what she's made is going to turn against her, whether it okay. be the dragons or it be the slaves.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, because in the book, she's very – and it comes off in the show too. She's very much, it's my way or no one's way. Like, it's this is this is it. And then she did that uh, after call Drago died and it almost killed everyone in her khalasar.
1: Yeah, she's very – there's no – diplomacy.
0: With right. Her. She takes adv- advice, uh, especially when she doesn't know where she is or what's going on, but it's, it's when she makes a decision, it's all her decision.
1: But the, the problem is too, though, is she's not educated. I mean, she's learning fast because of the experiences especially, you know, due to all the, all the slaves she has freed. Right. But, and I love that she has that humanitarian side to her, but I think and I could be totally wrong, but I think it's going to backfire on her.
0: Could be. So who do you see on the throne?
1: Um. Well, everybody's going to want Tyrion on the throne.
0: He's the I, best fit for I the do, throne. Unless every other Lannister dies, I don't see it.
1: Right, right, right. Um, depending on if the storyline went longer, like if it, if we jump 10 years into the future – i'd I'd put aria on there
0: it's funny we're we're talking about it and those who have read the fourth and fifth books are like these guys are idiots they're idiots (laughs) they're (laughs) They're totally off they don't know what they're talking about and i don't know why i'm doing this voice (laughs) um (laughs) that's
1: that's what they sound like
0: (laughs) i guess they sound like the simpsons geeks uh i kind of i want marjorie though to
1: actually get on there and i want her i want marjorie to be the one that takes down cersei
0: she she's trying it'd
1: be awesome if sansa took down cersei but i don't think i don't think that will happen
0: no yeah i like the Arya pick future future wise like who she marries somebody's powerful and uh who knows i don't i
1: don't think it will even be like needing to marry anybody powerful i think she is just vindictive enough and has so much vengeance in her that she'll take it
0: uh yeah, maybe. Um uh, let me ask you this. The Jon Snow mystery of who his mother is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, is that solved at all? In the books up to this point?
1: God, I never remember the Jon Snow Cerlacks storylines.
0: Uh they just they've never said his mother, but I just keep getting this feeling like I have this feeling like Jora might know who it is, like I don't know why, <laughs> but I, I do.
1: for some reason I think I'm on the spot. I honestly don't remember. I know it was (coughs) it was somebody important to Ned Stark. Like I don't think like he. I if I I'm I'm trying to remember because it's been so long (laughs) since I read some. And I want to say they they touched on this even in the first book. Um, because uh, Caitlyn Caitlyn Stark was that the wife? That's
0: uh, yeah. This is yeah. That's
1: yeah. I I, she she. that's why she always hated Jon Snow is that she knew the romantic tie that Ned had
0: with Jon Snow. Right. He was a reminder of, yeah. 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 But she It was- wasn't
1: just like, oh, uh, Ned went out, got drunk one night, and knocked somebody up. I can't remember. It was a romantic thing, but they had to get married because of the ties of the family. Yeah. It was like a they had to do it. So he had to give up his love in order to appease the tradition or what <laughs> happened.
0: Yeah. I, I just, yeah, like I say I've only read... Through half the second book. And it's not there yet. I have a feeling it's going to be an important part of the story. Obviously, if it's that much of a secret.
1: You know, You want to know what my biggest complaint, though, is with the show and everything. Is the coolest part of this is every time they show the White Walkers. (laughs) The one thing they barely ever show is the White Walkers.
0: Well, we got to see last year how a White Walker is made. True. With the baby.
1: Uh, That was creepy, too.
0: Yeah. That was pretty messed up. Um, okay, so back to season five. Uh, we're going to see the introduction of some of Oberon's family. Uh, that is my... I'm most excited <laughs> for them. Uh, prominently, I'm going to say the ruling prince of Dorne, which is Oberon's older brother, who did not come to the wedding, uh, Was is, is Doran Martell, who is played by Alexander Sidig. Sidig? Sidig? I, I don't know. It's an Arabic name. I apologize. <laughs> but... I knew him right away as Dr. Julian Bashir from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, so he's awesome, and I can't wait to see him on Game of Thrones. Uh, uh, but what I know Jenny's excited for is the Sand Snakes.
1: Woohoo! Yes. Like I said, the women of this show is and the storyline just topple over the men. <laughs> you got bastard women that the daughters of the red viper coming for vengeance Mm -hmm. how freaking awesome is that and they're like warriors they're oh it's gonna be good i just want a whole episode of just them
0: that's gonna be cool uh and i think we're getting very close obviously with the picture of uh, Tyrion and the dragon. I think we're getting close to the time when, you know, this world and Daenerys's world clash, uh, you know, in a big way.
1: Yeah, she's got to be getting close to King's Landing. Yeah. She's only been going at it for four seasons now.
0: <laughs> right. And I can't remember if we've talked about this in this episode or before we were talking, but this season you won't see any of Bran, Bran Stark or Hodor. Yeah,
1: uh, they, they said the. Well, George R. R. Martin said that those that storyline's pretty much done, right. so I mean they might though I mean they might bring them back later, but not in this season right
0: uh, yeah, from what I've been reading, they're not in this season uh so we'll see maybe
1: on maybe. a side note. have you seen the Hoard- hoarder versus groot video?
0: <laughs> no, but I it's will pretty funny <laughs> I'll, I'll look that up that sounds awesome uh, <laughs> uh okay. So predictions for season five, again, none of us, neither of us have finished five books, four or five. And we, yeah, I'm going into this other than knowing about the, the
1: sand snakes. I know nothing. So I'm excited about that, but I'm also frustrated because you know, something major is going to happen. You know, it's going to be like the red wedding or the purple wedding or, you know, something big is going to happen, but I can't, Figure out what I'm hoping it has something to do with the White Walkers, though, because it, now the White Walkers, they're already over the wall, right? Because no. didn't they come over the wall at the same time? The uh, what are they called? The bandits, Jon Snow's wa-
0: women's people, wildlings,
1: the wildlings. Yeah, didn't uh, weren't they kind of trailing
0: them? I believe so. Right now, those guys are the wildlings, and Jon Snow were taken by Stannis. Uh, he showed up. Right. <clears throat> and that's
1: a that's a that's a character that I forget about. There because was a, It doesn't feel that important.
0: <laughs> there, I think there was an important, important and significant moment when Jon's looking through the fire, Jon Snow, and he's looking at uh, Melisandre, and they just kind of have a stare down for a second. And I think that's going to be important. For some For some reason. Do
1: you I mean, think that has to tie in with uh, who's his mommy?
0: Maybe. I don't think it's her. Uh, yeah, I can't see Ned hitting that. No, you would not go with the smoke monster lady.
1: I don't know. She has things flying out of her legs. so
0: <laughs> That would not make an enticing uh, date night. <laughs> would that be
1: considered an STD?
0: I would think so. Yeah, there's there's smoke coming out of you. I'm gonna pass.
1: Uh, uh you might want to get that checked. Oh, <laughs> right. uh, uh, well, okay. again, we digress. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah.
0: So will will Brienne catch up with with Sansa? I'm sorry, uh, Arya. I think so. Well, she's right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I not- think
1: she's. Yeah, I think she'll. Because I mean, you've seen the photos where she's actually she's not the little tomboy anymore she's actually dressed appropriately like a girl
0: no I kind of I try to avoid production pictures
1: it was on the cover of Entertainment weekly I don't
0: subscribe to
1: that you don't walk through a grocery store
0: I do but I try uh, I'm in and out I'm a, I'm a dude I try to get you, in yeah, and out. <laughs> I can totally I could to- totally see you walking through a grocery
1: store with blinders going I right. can't look I can't look no I spoilers can't.
0: no spoilers don't talk no to spoilers.
1: me <laughs> <laughs> uh, well I'm sorry spoiler alert
0: <laughs> she's okay.
1: dressed as a chick. She's got her hair done in a dress and such. So I have a feeling that yes, she's going to go, but I think that's going she's going to see right through Littlefinger.
0: Well, she's trying to get back to Winterfell, right?
1: Well, yeah, she wanted to get to Winterfell because that's where her
0: family was. Right. And What I liked about her in the Family's books, dead. <laughs> yeah. With her story in the books, she always thinks of Jon Snow. Yeah. Like, she was very clearly close. Like, Sansa couldn't care, I don't think, about Jon Snow at all.
1: Well, Sansa was like the little prima donna.
0: She didn't care about anybody. Uh, yeah,
1: she was, she, until now, until she's been knocked on and, her butt a couple times.
0: Until she's seen her father beheaded and and all this, this crap with Joffrey. By the way,
1: that was still the most epic television scene because everybody's like, Sean Bean, he's the main character. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that, you, it's also
0: Sean Bean. He dies in everything. In everything, yeah. <laughs> so, well,
1: but wait, it, how it, did it we see it coming? Was it was. Lit- I know. Why didn't we see it coming? It was literally one of those moments that, even though, okay, they're gonna behead him. You, you knew they'd have some way out of it. Yeah. You know, somebody would save him, or something would happen. And then when it actually happened, you're just like. Wait a minute. Did, whoa.
0: The book. Did that just happen? The book does a good job of building that up too, because you think he's going to get away with it. You know, he's going to say he's guilty and all this stuff. and He's going to get away with it. And then Joffrey's like, eh, do it. So uh, again, I don't miss Joffrey. Cause you look at Cersei's face too. And she's like, you're doing what now? Like she can't even control him. Right. So then he became this terrifying character.
1: I want, you want know, to know what I want to see? and it probably will never happen, but I want to see Jamie kill
0: Cersei. Oh, that'll never happen.
1: (laughs) It will never happen, but I want that to happen. I mean, he
0: he raped her, essentially, right after Joffrey died. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: Well, that's what I'm saying, though, going back to the whole um, whole story with, uh, what's her name, Brienne? Yeah. Like, since struggling through all their hardships to get back to King's Landing... Jamie Lannister is a totally different dude. Like, when he left, he was boning his sister, having kids, <laughs> pretending it was somebody else. And he was just the, excuse my language, the douchey jock. But now he's, he kind of sees through it all. Like, if, if you took Jamie Lannister season one and put him into the situations of season four, he would have let Tyrion die. He would not have helped his brother. He would not have cared one ounce. But something happened along that journey with Brienne that
0: I don't think so because uh, Tyrion said on many times that he thinks you know if if Jamie if he needed Jamie Jamie would drop everything and come and save him like when he was up being held for trial by Caitlin in the uh, uh, what do they call it the veil <clears throat> and he was going to get dropped through the pit <laughs> uh, he he wanted to name Jamie but they didn't want to wait that long for him to get there. Hmm. So I don't I don't know. I think with when it comes to Tyrion, Jamie's always had a soft spot for him cuz Cersei hates him.
1: Right, yeah. Cersei
0: sort of when it
1: comes to Ty- Tyrion.
0: So, yeah. Clearly. But yeah,
1: I don't know. I I I I want to see Jamie Lannister progress a little more and actually be a good man and throw that witch down the hole.
0: <laughs> bring her up to the veil and drop her down.
1: Yeah, just go Hey, babe, follow me. Look at this beautiful view. Get a little closer.
0: Push. <laughs> I want to see more of, and I forget their names, the guy that helped Aria that, ha- you know, she could say. Oh, like, the guy with the changing face? Yeah. Like oh. she, she could say like three names or something, and he would kill those three, uh, three, oh, what three people. What was his name? He was awesome. I'm going to find it. You you talk for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> You
1: wanna know who's another character that I really like though is um oh gosh, I'm gonna butcher his name. Is it Davos?
0: Yeah. That's that's actually I think exactly how it's pronounced.
1: Um he's uh he's you know, just the whole one where he's he's learning to read with uh what's his name's daughter.
0: Oh and yeah.
1: He's loyal, but you can tell too, he's kind of got that character development kind of like Jamie. Like you can tell that he is starting to understand that he's on a sinking ship. Mm-hmm. But he's gonna do whatever he can to overcome, I guess. I don't know. I I I'm interested to see where that storyline goes just because
0: I don't know. I think there's a lot of layers to that characters we haven't seen yet. I'm just reading about that, you know, the band the the, the, the bear uh, whatever. <laughs> the that that house right now in the second book. That's when they're introduced. The faceless man, faceless men, that's what they're called.
1: You wanna know who we didn't talk about? And I can't remember if he died or not too, but um, uh, what was the king's name from season one? Remember, he has the bastard son too that was with Arya for a while. Sure. I can't think of his name. Did he? He didn't die, did he?
0: Wait. So who?
1: <laughs> he was like the the blacksmith, like the he made the swords and stuff. He he met Arya, and he was actually part of Arya's like traveling crew, but okay. then. He was he was the bastard son of the original king.
0: Yeah, I think he's dead.
1: I think... I, th- I can't remember if he died or not either.
0: I'll find him as well. But the ones I want to see are more of the the faceless men, the, the assassins. Yeah. Well, and they
1: haven't tapped into that storyline
0: that much. Right. Those are... I guess they're from Bravos. They're Bravisi, I guess. And she gives them that iron coin. And didn't the iron coin come back at the end? Oh, gosh. I can't even remember if... The king's son got killed. <laughs> uh, Yeah, he says Valar Margulis and then takes off. Um, all right, the king's bastard son. Let me find out the king's name. <laughs> and we'll go from there. This is absurd. We're the worst. Sorry, guys. I know, right? Can
1: we just bring Call, draw go back? Like, that's all I care.
0: Uh, I don't mind. I can't him. believe he's, they, they he, killed him so early. He's busy being Aquaman and... Speaking of Aquaman and Caldrago, I'm actually gonna see him at C2E2. Ooh.
1: I want a picture.
0: <laughs> I'm already paying fifty bucks to get a picture of CM Punk, so <laughs> <laughs> uh Jason Momoa can wait.
1: <laughs> oh, that is some funny stuff right there.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. Sorry, I I He's
1: he's the man. <laughs> like Aquaman's going down the list. I have CM Punk. To CM Punk
0: yeah, he's the man. Come on. Uh, I, I
1: have to say I'm not. I like the old school wrestling. I know nothing about new school wrestling, <laughs> you, but I love CM Punk just for every time he's on the talking dead. The guy is walking dead genius.
0: He's awesome. And his his book, he did. Uh, he wrote a story in the Thor annual. He got to write a comic book and it was great. That's awesome. Oh, my God. I can't. When is,
1: when is uh, the Chicago show?
0: C2E2? Yeah. Uh, April 25th, 24th, 5th, and 6th, I believe.
1: Okay, so coming up. Yeah, because I got WonderCon this weekend. Or probably after you hear this, it's already passed.
0: <laughs> right. Um, uh,
1: uh, is look. that 9 million conventions? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think we're, maybe, maybe 8,999,999. Well, now that Marvel has to have their own. That I think is stupid. Well, you know. Sorry, Marvel. <laughs> right. But then again, I mean, you can't even get tickets to Comic-Con anymore. Getting a hotel has now become an extra impossible, so maybe they're on to something. Maybe they need to, like, you know, spread the crowd out a little
0: bit. Yeah, maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, good Lord. Why can't I find his name? I don't know. People are screaming at their whatever podcast. They're,
1: they're going to start like tweeting you going, yo, people, you if you're going to do a Robert, podcast,
0: Robert Baratheon was, you go. was the king. <laughs> Oh, that feels <laughs> you, that feels good. <laughs>
1: did you see that um bad lip syncing one where they did like the the carnival? No. Oh, I'll I'll send you the link. There's it was it's by the same people that I think do the bad lip reading ones like they did the walking dead and such. Mm-hmm. They have one and it's like the it's just scenes from Game of Thrones, but they redo it where it's like a like a medieval fair type okay. thing like a renaissance fair. Sure. And it's freaking hilarious because there's like the scene where a little finger sitting around with like Ned Stark and Robert mm-hmm. the King and he's eating and something goes around. And he goes, I made your burgers out of cats and he starts <laughs> laughing. And then it shows, it shows him when he's like stabbed and dying and he's like laughing. But then it shows Ned Stark when he's all like beat up and sweating and he's all, but it's all done. Like they eat bad cat meat. <laughs> and and I guess, never mind. I digress. Like you'd have to watch it because there's so many jokes, but now that's all I'm thinking of
0: is Okay. His bastard son Gendry. Gendry, there you go. Yes. Did he die? No. He would eventually be taken by Malisandra. Hmm. Or he stays with the he stays with the Brotherhood Without Banners until Malisandra takes him to Dragonstone.
1: Who's that Dragonstone again? <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> I know. Well, okay. So going back to what I said, there is like nine million like characters in these books. Like you, if it's yeah. not Cersei, Tyrion, Arya, Sansa, Dragon, John, you Dragonstone
0: know. is the home of the Baratheons.
1: Okay, so that's where Targaryens. yeah, that's where redheaded lady and
0: yeah, that's where the Baratheons are from. That's where your guy who's reading to the daughter. That's where that was.
1: Yeah, I like him.
0: Yeah, Uh, Gendry, let me look further into this. So Robert Baratheon's his father, uh, unnamed barmaiden, is his mother. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Season 1, Season 2, Season 3, not in Season 4. So...
1: He might pop
0: up again later on. Sir Davos frees Gendry and sends him back to King's Landing in a rowboat—the only way to discreetly leave Dragonstone. Although Gendry admits he doesn't know how to swim and has never been in a rowboat before, uh, so he's on his way to Dragonstone. Hmm. So let's see, season three. This is all just TV stuff, so I don't know anything about the books. Um, Gendry—that actor is ripped. Holy cow! He's got the some guy muscles. that
1: plays the bastard son. Yeah. Are you serious? Reminds me of like a dorky little kid. He can't be ripped.
0: <laughs> I don't have to see this. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, it's like saying like a little kid, like I always picture I, him as a little so, boy.
0: As far as I can see, he's not in season four or five.
1: But Davidson. he's not. He's not I dead. About it. Okay, well, at least he's not dead.
0: You know what we could do, uh, since we're winding down here? The Winds of Winter is the next book, which has not come out yet. Uh, But I guess he has released the point-of-view chapters list, like, so who the story is being told. Okay. Do we want to say who they are? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, that would be a huge spoiler, though, because you're going to know they survive.
0: Yes. So if you don't want to know who survives the next season... Don't listen to this part.
1: How blinders in the grocery store? How are you going to handle this if you're reading?
0: It? I have already done this because I wanted to know where Jon Snow is <laughs> if he's still alive. <laughs> but I've I've noticed people will get books where they take a break where they're not the the point of view.
1: Right, right.
0: But they come back. So there's I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't do this. We'll do this after the show if you want to, it's out there. You can find the, the chapters if you want to. We're not going to do the spoilers. Uh, that's not cool. <laughs> Darn it! We'll, we'll we'll talk about it off air. You guys can find it. Go to Wikipedia. It's there.
1: All right. What epic death do you want to happen this season?
0: Oh, epic de- death! Every
1: every season's had an epic death. So
0: I'm gonna say uh, Samwell.
1: No, that would be epic. <laughs> that would make me sad.
0: That's a sad one. Not as grand of scale as say Ned or Rob Stark, but.
1: Yeah, that one was, I think, was pretty big. But last Joffrey was pretty big.
0: Yeah, last year we lost a bad guy in Joffrey and Tywin. Now we start losing good guys again. Yeah. Um, Mm. You know who's a good pick? Brienne.
1: Oh, I hope not.
0: Well, as far as that would be shocking. And plus, she just signed on to be in the Star Wars franchise, so...
1: Yeah, but people are saying that they're gonna kill Daryl on The Walking Dead because he signed up for like four movies.
0: Well, that yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: And he could, but I, I'm I'm not gonna hold that. I if they're gonna do an epic death, and I don't want to see him die, but I want to see uh, if they do an epic death, Jamie Lannister.
0: Again, yeah, I don't want to see Samwell or Brienne die, but yeah, people die. It's just the nature of this this book. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh yeah, what was the joke? Joss Whedon, George R. R. Martin, and, and Robert
1: Kirkman. <laughs> Robert
0: Kirkman walk into a bar and everyone dies. <laughs> Story over. Yeah. Uh, oh. Right. Good stuff. Um
1: I want another though. I want another one of those uh was it season two where Tyrion had the big battle on the on
0: the water? Uh, yeah. Tyrion and Joffrey really showed his colors in battle.
1: Yeah. I want another battle scene With like the that. The cool
0: green fire.
1: God, it was awesome
0: yeah that was I didn't see that coming that was I haven't amazing se-
1: I mean the the fight scene with the Red Viper was awesome and obviously mm-hmm. like the crazy things like the Red Wedding are great but I want to see an epic battle well, the
0: battle at the wall with the giants and stuff was pretty cool
1: yeah yeah that was I forgot about that
0: one I'm lame Jon Snow <laughs> the little kid was a hero but then he kills Ygritte. yeah stupid kid stupid kid Uh, who do you want to see die this year I think we kind of covered that already, though. Cersei. Oh, Cersei? I was going to say Littlefinger. Oh, Littlefinger, too. Uh, he's,
1: he's who I would... If it was me, I'd want to kill,
0: but... Varys would be nice, too.
1: Yeah, true, true.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: It's kind of like an even split, though, because for everyone that you don't want to die, there's an equal person you totally want to die.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's genius writing. Perfect. Perfect <laughs> characters. Uh Okay, I think that covers it. Sorry for all the stupid rambling and not knowing certain things we should know.
1: I want to meet the one person, though, that can tell you every character's name without stumbling and tell you exactly where they are. Because not, they would totally get the
0: Geek Award. And not have to go to Game of Thrones wiki. To yeah. Find it. yeah,
1: Yeah. Stay off IMDB and tell me all the characters' names. And if they're still alive and where they're at. And what part of Westeros they're in. Yeah, do that, and then then you come complain to me.
0: Yeah. No, you guys can complain. I don't care. We're not perfect. We know. <laughs> we're, we're okay with that. So, all right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about about Game of Thrones other than we can't wait for it Sunday?
1: Sunday's going to be fun. Yeah, I need something to fill my Walking Dead, like, lull now.
0: Yes, Walking Dead is over. Sad but true.
1: That's okay. Uh-oh. We go into zombie deaths into weird dragon deaths, so it's all good.
0: <laughs> That's right. Uh, if you want to buy the Game of Thrones books, uh, you know, if you'd like to have a nice paperback, you can go to Amazon to do so. And if you go to our website, com first, there's a banner at the top that will link you right to Amazon. And then shop like crazy, and we'll get a little kickback every time you buy something from Amazon. Uh, it helps us out. You still get your awesome Amazon stuff. And uh, yeah, so do that. And also go to audibletrial.com and sign up for Audible and get some great Audible books, audiobooks. Start with The Martian because it's amazing. It is amazing. Um, on April Fool's, Andy Weir tweeted out the first trailer for The Martian and it ended up being a Rickroll. I love it. <laughs> it was perfect.
1: I know when I reposted that earlier, I just put woohoo because I, I, I wanted people to still believe that it was the trailer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I'm like, oh, did she know? She clicked on it first, right? I
1: know. I, well, I, I I strategically planned it out. I, like, put woohoo in the comment with the link, and then I went into the comments of that and put, I'm still laughing my ass off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I hope she watched it first before she shared it. <laughs> uh, okay, you can help us out, too, by going to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Atomic Geekdom. Uh, from there, you can kind of donate money, five dollars, five bucks. 15, 20, whatever you want. Uh, But if you do five bucks, we'll give you something in turn. You'll get a free digital comic. 15 bucks will give you a free digital graphic novel. And 20 gets you a free t shirt. So you're helping us out, but you're also getting something for it. So that's awesome. Uh, Otherwise, you can just straight up buy a t shirt from the website, atomicgeekdom.com. Pick up a t shirt, help us out that way. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Let us know how stupid we were about Game of Thrones and how absolutely not experts we are. you can follow Jenny and yell at her at Robbie art. Uh, email us. If you can't yell at us in 140 characters or less, the atomic at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Google plus stitcher, subscribe on iTunes, please, please, please. And rate us, review us there. That helps, uh, get us some attention. Uh, and that's it. That's all I got. All the business, the business of that we call podcasting,
1: you know, nothing, John Snow.
0: And with that, we will see you guys next week.
1: Peace out.